Hi guys, this is Paul from the innovation community. Today, I'm here with Rafael Lopez de Azua, uh, head of media and digital for Latin America at Coty. Uh, Rafael is uh, an experienced brand and uh, digital leader and working in a number of huge FMCG companies and also is on the board for, for a number of uh, brand organizations as well. Rafael, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. So for the members of the community who don't know too much about you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself in a few words? So, sure. Uh, I've, uh, I've had, uh, some would say, an interesting path to where I am today. I, uh, I started uh, at the U.S. Naval Academy uh, for, for my undergraduate degree. And after uh, you graduate from the Naval Academy, you go uh, be in the Navy for, for some time. So I, I spent uh, six years as a Naval officer, uh, deploying twice to the Middle East. Um, and then uh, from there, I, I, I left the Navy. I started in consulting. I also got my MBA. Uh, and I started working after graduating from my MBA uh, in Procter & Gamble in brand management where uh, part of, uh, I was part of a team that launched Oral-B uh, toothpaste in uh, UK, Western Western Europe, Latin America, Australia, and India. And uh, that, was, that was a blast. And then, then from there, I, I went to uh, a part of P&G that nobody knows uh, or used to know about, which is uh, P&G Prestige, which was all the fragrances. And uh, they sent me to, to, uh, to the Miami office, which is where Latin America is uh, is, is headquartered from. And, uh, and I was here managing a couple of brands, uh, Gucci, Lacoste, <clears throat> and some lifestyle brands. And, uh, then, uh, we, the, the P&G sold that, that whole part of the business alongside with, uh, CoverGirl and a couple of their, uh, Bella and a couple of their beauty brands to, to a company called Cody, uh, which is where I'm today. And, uh, and then, uh, I had the opportunity to, to ship roles, and uh, I was given uh, media and digital for the entire region for uh, all all four offices at the time. It was uh, Brazil, Argentina, Mexico, and Miami for the fragrances, uh, which is a much much larger role than uh, than what I had before. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a very diverse role, especially coming from from a military background and right into 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 that role. Yeah. Is, uh, super interesting. What really interests you about working in this space? Um, so I think it all started in in my MBA. I was I was working on uh, at the time I was in consulting. I was working in strategic communications, which is you know how to frame things, uh, mostly you know in the intelligence community and military matters uh, for for higher ups. And and at you know working in my MBA, I got exposed to brand management and marketing. One of my classmates was also the, the CMO of the Travel Channel, happened to be a veteran as well uh, from the Army. And, uh, you know, I fell in love with, uh, you know, trying to really understand consumers, really trying to uh, understand people, really, because they're not consumers, they're people, uh, and what makes them do things and, and why uh, one product's harder than another product. It's kind of the, the you had the softer side of, uh, squishier side of marketing plus the harder side of numbers and data and, and really trying to, uh, to, to, to make sure the PL worked and make sure that, uh, that, that, you know, you met the metrics and you had to, to hit the numbers in one way or another, offline, online, in, in the actual place where it matters in sales. 
Mm. Yeah, for sure. And and on, on that note as well, throughout this diverse career that you've had, what are some of the major successes that you've achieved over that time? Yeah. So so uh, when I when I started this role, uh, there was an opportunity. Uh, because globally we had this internal uh, digital agency and we didn't have it in Latin America. And I championed uh, the establishment of this, this is in-house agency in, in, uh, for, for, for Miami first. And then we ended up uh, expanding into Brazil um, because I, what I, what I know is that, you know, what I knew at the time was that the, the, the marketers in the, in the best, uh, markets that we that we managed um, didn't necessarily have all the 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 right tools to you know for 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 the digital age that we live in. So um, having this in-house agency, it would allow us to one have transparency over over the entire uh, digital buy and, and and the digital media uh, side of things. Uh, but also because they're in-house, we have the same. Uh, the, the, the same KPIs of, hey, at the end, if the business does well, we do well. Um, plus, it brings in the expertise that we didn't have, and it, it allowed us to, to train, not necessarily in a, in a, hey, let's sit down and let's do a training way, but in a everyday, let's work together way. Uh, so uh, train our, our marketing teams to, to understand the digital media and understand the 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 just the new environment that we're that we're all in and that sometimes it's good to do things that are cool but sometimes those cool things don't necessarily make sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a, a fantastic case study uh can you tell me about another type where you affected change in a major organization and also some of the challenges that came with that yeah so so that uh creating so kind of bringing that agency really really uh it wasn't like a top down like hey i want to have this agency and let's go uh it was a pretty much uh, i had to sell that idea to four different general managers to uh to to all the marketing uh, organizations both globally and locally and and that that took a lot of of soft skill influencing and and some uh of the harder skill hey let me show you the the win-win how you know how this is going to benefit you when it comes down to numbers uh in in terms of either savings or uh improvement in the media planning or uh or, or, or other things that we can you know where, where we kind of put our, our, our reputation on the line and say, hey, look, this is going to benefit you. And I guarantee it because of this need and these reasons. So that was the, literally the hardest challenge, especially with one or two of the general managers that were not kind of old school. Uh, old school sales guys have been doing this thing for 20-something years, and they don't understand why we need to, you know, have – additional headcount or we need to have hey, the, the, a different agency than the current agency that they currently have. So that was a, that was a pretty uh, hard challenge um, that, that took months uh, of, of aligning uh, to, to do. Um, mm. Yeah. And you, you talked a lot about the, the buy-in issues and, and actually getting people on board, but how are you currently leveraging mm-hmm. technology to your advantage? And, also, what effect do you think that technology will have on the landscape over the next few years? 
So right now, uh, that, an interesting thing about Latin America is that we're about uh, three to five years behind uh, everywhere else in the world. So every time that I go to, to a conference uh, in, in North America or watch a video about what, what's happening in Asia, um, the innovation that's happening there, it's, it's like looking in a, in a time machine, right? So um, you, you, I talk to, to folks that are working on AI uh, engines that, that power their, their programmatic, uh, their programmatic buy. Uh, you're talking to, to other folks that are, that are working on uh, dynamic, uh, creative optimization that's not just powered by, hey, these are five, five different creatives and, and uh, these are like eight different things that we could do or, eight, you know, however many combinations of those, those uh, assets. But there's, there's actual uh, machines that are actually cr translating and using the right words without any human input. Uh, you, you don't actually feed the copy in. It's just it's generated by the computer. Um, and, and so th those are things that are, are a couple of years away for me, but that I've seen recently uh, that, that I think are going to revolutionize what we're doing in, in, uh, in marketing. Um, and the cool thing about being in Latin America is that you are, you know, we can prepare for what's coming because you see it, right? It's, it's, it's that, that time machine or you're looking at the horizon and you see it's coming for you. So you, what you try to do on, 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 on this end is, hey, how can, this is what's coming. How can we best prepare for that future that's coming to us? And, and what tools do we need now that we need to develop and nurture now to, to make sure that, we're, uh, that we are fully equipped to, to manage that future that's coming? Mm. Yeah, that's, um, I, I think that using technology and, and people together is, is, is really the way forward. Uh, we talked a lot about the successes, but what is some of the biggest mistakes that you made throughout your career? Uh, so, so I, I think the the biggest career mistake that I made is is um, trying to to go it alone sometimes and not ask for help. I've always, uh, you know, I've I've been kind of an independent kind of person, and you know, both uh, in uh, when, especially when I was in consulting, it was pretty much here's the problem, go figure it out. Uh, when I got to P and G. Uh, I learned that that's, that that wasn't the culture. It was very much a collaborative culture, and it was very much a uh, culture of mentoring. And hey, how can I how can I help you? Um, and uh, that 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 certainly changed the way that I that I work. It certainly changed the way that I uh, that I approached a lot of things, and and took the opportunity to to ask for help uh, every time that I that I could, because not only did that um, that, that it show, um, not, not, it didn't show weakness on my end. It, what it showed was I am curious to understand and I am curious to learn how the best way of doing things. And the person that I normally work with wasn't trying to give me the solution. They were trying to help me work through the problem so that I could figure it out. Right. And it, it, that, that method of, of asking for help and, and, and kind of receiving help really earned me uh, some of fantastic mentors that I keep to this day, nine years later. Um, and, and hopefully we'll have for, for many years to come. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a really good, good, uh, lesson learned. I think what's the best piece of advice you ever received? 
uh, it, it was something my, my dad used to used to tell me. Um, it was basically in, in English, right? My dad and I used to speak in Spanish, but it, it was own it. Uh, and, and, uh, or, or the, the other translation is drive it like you stole it, um, but loosely translated. Um, you, you, you know, when you're part of a big company, it, it it's easy to fall into, Hey, I'm just a cog, uh, in the machine. And my job is to, is to turn the, 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 you know, the, the grommet this much, uh, and that's it. This is my space. Uh, and and the way that I've, I've approached things is, is is more of hey I'm 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 a part of something bigger I'm a part of of this thing and how do I make it better uh, the, the overall if I'm seeing something that, that can be improved or, or done differently or, or uh, in a different place or something that I can adopt from something else some other place and uh, I can adopt it uh, that's the way that's a better way of doing things rather than um, than just doing what I'm supposed to be doing and stay in the box. And that's really, it, it's helped me in my career uh, a lot. Uh, and it's helped me in my job a lot because it, sometimes when, when you're just focused on your little sphere of influence and you don't think outside of it, you don't, when you don't learn. And two, uh, there are times when you learn that there is a, uh, th- th- there is something to, to be, uh, to be gained by co- collaborating with, I mean, media and logistics. You wouldn't think that there's a there's something to be to to work there, but when we're talking about e-commerce, that's when you know you need to make sure that the the media piece, the marketing piece, the logistics piece, and the sales piece are all working in 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 complete uh, concert. And if they're not, then uh, you know if if something falls from the from the radar on one side it completely affects the rest of the rest of the cycle or the rest of the the, the folks that are working on it so um yeah i th- i think it's that you, you try to think about it as hey if i if i owned the 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 entire thing what would i do yeah great great insight and do you have a favorite thought leader or author or influencer whether that's in your own space or or outside I, I try to keep my, my thought leaders varied. Um, so going back to my to my Navy days, uh, I, I have uh, Admiral Jim Stravaridis is you know the the biggest brain that the Navy has ever produced. The guy writes books now, is a uh, does commentary on foreign affairs. He was a president of the university, awesome guy. Uh, Jim Stengel, uh, former CMO of P and G, uh, he currently has a podcast uh, which is fantastic. Uh, Scott Galloway, Kara Swisher, uh, they're, they're both of them different things on tech for Kara Swisher. Uh, Scott Galloway's got, um, marketing and startups, uh, really interesting to hear their, their back and forth and their thoughts on things. And then uh, specifically on media and marketing, uh, Tom Goodwin, who's, a he works at Zenith, uh, who happens to be at our agency, but, um, he's, he's a thought leader on, on most things digital and, and consumer, uh, marketing related that I like to, to, to read him on, on Twitter. Mm. And the last question for me, what is, advice would you give for aspiring leaders in, in media and digital? Uh, the, the advice that I, that I give and I try to take myself is, is test and learn. Uh, you know, you, you never, you, you always have the, the tried and true things that, that, that work really well until they stop working. So you always have to test and learn new things, 
reserve five to ten percent of your budget uh, to 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 try something that you in your gut you feel is could work and you don't know if it's going to work or not. If it fails, it's only five percent of your budget. It's not going to kill you. Um, and then and then you know if if whatever you tried works, that's probably going to be something that when the other stuff stops working, you 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 can use. Um, because what we know is, is uh, as technology keeps changing, as consumer habits uh, and, and media consumption keeps changing, uh, what works today will not work tomorrow, won't work, and that won't work uh, five years from then. Uh, so we always have to keep trying something new, keep uh, getting uncomfortable and, uh, and, and, and pushing that boundary. Um, because if not, we're going we're gonna to stay in models that don't currently work, that, don't, uh, that won't work tomorrow. Great advice there from Rafael Lopez de Azua, head of media and digital at COSI. Uh, Rafael, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thanks a lot, Paul.